Hi, friends and entrepreneurs. Welcome to SparkCast. Uh, coming to you direct, live, well, okay, recorded, I have to admit. Recorded live on location at Spark Center. Uh, and uh, my name is Mike, by the way. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening to it. There's my co-host, Christina. How are you? I'm great. Excellent. All right. Well, listen, uh, as summer is starting to roll on here, and the podcast series is starting to roll, I'm going to encourage people to go back in time, listen to episode one. You'll meet Sherry. She is the president and CEO of Spark. And uh, a little bit of the history and understanding of what Spark does might kind of give some context to the series. So go back and listen to that. Uh, I'll recommend to you. But today on the show, we're actually going to have real live guests in the studio. And this is very exciting for us. Who's coming in today to speak to us? Uh, We've got two incredible people. We've got Joel. Yes, Joel from Kavaras. Yes. Robots and stuff, don't you know? Like robots and stuff. Oh, I know. Robots are some of my favorite things from science fiction, and now they've become real. They're a reality now. Yeah. Wow. So we're going to talk to Joel. We're also going to talk to Neil. Uh, oh. So Neil is our chief growth officer. Uh, incredible things happening in our organization with that. It's a great name, growth officer, because he's really growing on me. You know? Yeah. He's got that Seth Rogen voice of his, and uh, well, you'll hear that for yourself coming up later in the show. First of all, Let's meet uh, Joel Nascimento from Cavaros. Joel, thank you so much for joining us. Now, I know you as Joel. What's your last name, Joel? Nascimento. I was going to say that. I was going to guess that. Nascimento. That was at the tip of my tongue. Uh, You have, uh, as I arrived here today, I saw you on the phone doing business and uh, wandering around here at Spark Center uh, you have been uh, making use of Spark Center for your business, Kavaras. There you go, Kavaras Autonomous Services. What is autonomous services? It's about doing with robots what's more efficient and less hazardous than other humans can do. I understand. So, so like lawn mowing, litter collection, sidewalk inspections, whatever that you can use a robot to reduce carbon footprint and do things that are hazardous or repetitive so that humans don't need to do that anymore. Or even put them in harm's way, for example. Uh, this would be a robotic solution might be a better answer for that. Uh, we see that in, in many different industries now. Where do we see autonomous services being used the most? We uh, started our journey with municipalities. So we started developing services so that the corporation of the cities can use, like sidewalk inspections, which is an obligation for the cities to do yearly basis, lawn mowing parks, and stuff like that. We also have services for B2B, for grocery in in condo delivery, like in Brazil, or hospitality, like delivery in hotels with robots basically so that you can use robots instead of waiting long times because there is not a person to deliver that for you so i'm going to paint a picture for you the moon is in the sky the waves are lapping up on the beach and up walks sherry and here you are at spark take us from the beach to the offices here at spark if you don't mind how did you end up here no worries uh so basically i assessed the opportunity to expand the business by 2017, and I decided in 2018 to make that happen. 
And I came across this program in Brazil to internationalize startups that was being done by a company in Brazil in partnership with Spark. And we decided to apply. And we were selected. But before being selected, I got the opportunity to connect with Sherry, with Yuri Navarro, that at the time was the president of NACO. That's the National Angel Capital Organization. Both were traveling to Brazil to this mission of developing companies there. And that's how I came across Sherry. Okay, so now uh, what has Spark meant to your business development here in eastern Ontario? Oh, that's, that's hard to summarize because when you're, you are a newcomer, basically you're clueless, right? And especially with early stage business. I, I am used to say that uh, an animal, uh, the success of this animal is a consequence of the DNA, but it's definitely about the environment. And Spark plays this absolutely or foundational uh, different environment setting for entrepreneurs. Because when you are uh, developing business in a different or foreign uh, environment, uh, it's very common that you are just another fish in the bowl or another prey to be preyed. And Spark doesn't work like that. They basically uh, help you by not just being with you as a client, but really having you as part of the ecosystem. So they not just look, look after you, they will think uh, in a way that's not possible by a services associate of a larger incubator or something like that. N no, no harm on that, right? But mm -hmm. uh, you must be as entrepreneur cognizant of the stage that you are and what are the needs of your business. So if you are later stage and you are just doing business, okay, Silicon Valley is awesome. There are other yeah. places that are awesome. But when you are stage, you need to have this kind of a high touch and very tailored uh, approach to your business because really there is no solution one size fits all. And that's where Spark comes into play because they really offer this approach to you. So you as an entrepreneur who really feel supported in one word. Okay, so uh, this is sort of an all-encompassing, uh, um, all-surrounding approach to bringing entrepreneurs uh, from other countries even, into this region and this area uh, all along uh, eastern Ontario and saying, look, we're here to support you uh, in all aspects. Uh, we're going to acclimatize you. You're going to get your bearings. We're going to make connections for you that uh, are meaningful so that you're not swimming around that bowl, as you point out. That sounds pretty helpful. Now, what are the, uh, what are the immediate plans for you guys here in eastern Ontario? Yeah, so after more than two years uh, of business existence, now we, and initial traction in R&D programs, uh, with uh, funded programs with Queen's University. Now we are doing our first uh, paid pilot in the city of Oshawa right now. It's our first client, uh, which is an honor, by the way. Fantastic. Uh, what are you guys doing? We are doing sidewalk inspections for the city. So they, they basically use it to do that with internal combustion engine trucks mm -hmm. 
to Tom pickup truck or whatever with two guys spotting for deficiencies, one driving and another one spotting. And we are replacing that by a machine that's for 45 kilograms. It's electric and autonomously scans the deficiencies and detects that using the cloud with AI. So makes wow. more sense for us that so that the staff of the city can service more citizens because guess what? The city is growing crazy, yeah. as we know, and there is no possible way for an administrator to cope with such a growth and the budget doesn't grow the same way. So we are doing this year, uh, the, our first sidewalk inspection campaign with them. Uh, that's here in Eastern Ontario. Wow, fantastic. Uh, in Brazil, we are doing uh, in-condo grocery delivery, a pilot that's starting right now uh, there. So the idea being is that the person does grocery uh, online, like any, like Instacart here, for example, in Canada. But the difference is that the, the, the groceries are delivered in the door of the house of the person by a robot. Uh, so that's what we are doing there. And we are actually also developing hospitality delivery in the Middle East. Those are the three most uh, common or more recent services that we have in our pipeline. But we have all the other things for one year, two years, and three years. Well, congratulations on the launch here. And uh, your pilot project in Oshawa sounds uh, very promising as, uh, you know, it just takes one municipality to understand the saving and then everybody picks up on it. So uh, I wish you great success here. Where can people find out more about your business? Oh, they can access our webpage, which is kevares.com. That's K-E-V-A-R-E-S dot com. com. And also on LinkedIn. All right. Joel, thanks so much for joining us today, and I, I wish you uh, great success with uh, with your venture here in, and uh, your ventures around the world. It sounds fascinating. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, that is uh, really cool, Christina. Joel is fascinating. That's a cool business to be in. It's incredible. It really is. He's got a test going on here in Oshawa that is is doing sidewalk inspection. Uh, of course. Why wouldn't a robot be able to do that? That's right. Uh, I don't want to say robots are taking over, but I went to Swiss Chalet last week, and they have robots there. They have autonomous services there. It's true. It's absolutely true. If you go to some Swiss Chalets, they have robots I say it wrong, I know. And they uh, they deliver the food to the table. You get the server comes to the table. Uh, yes. What would you like to have, Christina? Tell me what you'd like to have. <laughs> yeah. Quarter chicken? Quarter chicken, please. Yes. I knew you yeah. were going to order Extra a quarter sauce. chicken. <laughs> Extra sauce. I didn't see that coming. All right, but no problem. The, they, they, they take your order. Then they load up the robot with it because it will cause carpal tunnel or somebody could get burned, a server could get really? hurt. So they deliver the food safely on the robot to the table. The server then takes it off the robot and serves it to you. Oh, my. Gosh. And there's your double sauce. That seems ridiculous, but you know you got to enjoy your Swiss chalet the way you want. <laughs> uh, now let's do this. I'm going to hand things off to you to have a chat with Neil. Awesome. Let's do it. Neil, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. This is officially my first podcast uh, as being a guest on it. Awesome. Well, uh, let's dive into it. So Chief Growth Officer, tell us exactly what that means and what do you do here? Yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, it's a great question. When I figure it out, I'll give you a right answer, but I'm going <laughs> to do my best to try to answer that now. Um, I guess in, in my career, I've worked with lots of different companies and helping them grow. Um, of course, grow means lots of things, and uh, ultimately, it's about growing the business. Um, and 
in my journey in my career, I, I work with small emerging growth companies across the world in helping them drive revenue. It's all, generally all about revenue. And it is here too, of course, we're, we're a business. And so we, we want to grow as a business. But probably more importantly, I think here, uh, I think I take the words growth a little differently. Um, and you can cut me off anytime you want because I'll just go on. <laughs> no, but keep going. I, I take growth a little differently. And to me, it's about growing kind of our relationships and the difference we're making. Mm-hmm. And I think if we do that, and I'll explain what that means, and if we do that, then our business will also grow. And a great example of that is I heard your last episode where you had Joel on. And Joel's a phenomenal example. Isn't he great? He's phenomenal. And and I we'll have a good time, and I'd probably make fun of him if I wasn't in public right now <laughs> in a lot of fun ways. Joel's wonderful, and he's a great example and a testament, I think, to the to the work that this company does in helping people come to Canada, build a business, be successful, and hopefully be very, very, very happy for many, many, many years. And frankly, that alone is more important than making another dollar or making, you know, growing the business with other people that I've worked with in my career. So I'm just, I know I'm going on here, but I'm just honored to be part of a company like that that isn't just about making money. Um, you know, it's a business. Who, who doesn't want to make money? But there's a real true mission here that actually comes from the heart. I know it sounds cheesy, but it's true. And people who work here, I think, I, I know, buy into that and are here because of that reason and not because it's just a job. Yeah. No, I'm so I'm so happy to hear that. That's fantastic. So, tell me a little bit about your background. My okay. Um, um, so I, I alluded to a little bit. So I've been in. I won't tell how many years because it's been a long time. <laughs> um, but I've I've been in the industry for for many many years, and so uh, I've I've worked in lots of different roles in my career. Um, generally in the sales and marketing and kind of general management or leadership side. Um, but the last few years of my career has been more of a sales leader, a chief revenue officer. Um, and for the last couple, last year and a half or so, I've started my own business around um, around uh, what they call fractional chief revenue officer. And so I work with various startups and various emerging growth companies um, to help them grow their business, as I was mentioning before. Uh, it's in that vein that I came to meet uh, the wonderful Sherry Colburn, who you also spoke to last episode. Yeah. Uh, and so Sherry and I met and, and thought that I could help uh, add some value to, of course, this organization, the Spark, Spark Center, uh, Spark Group of Companies. Um, and so I was just very honored to be a part of that. And so I, I now spend as much time as I possibly can just being with you, with you all because I love it so much and enjoy it so much. Yeah. Well, we've had the opportunity to to work together on some uh, strategies for marketing, uh, and it's been fantastic. I'm so excited to develop that further with you. Uh, I have to ask, has anyone ever told you you sound exactly like Seth Rogen? Because <laughs> you do. I can't. I'm listening to you. I'm hearing the words, but I'm I, also picturing Seth. I'm I'm, ac- I'm laughing because obviously the answer is yes. Um, I'm I'm actually curious to hear this recording later to see if I think that's true. But you're not the first person to say that. So um, I my kids make fun of me all the time. They call me that or Shrek or any number of things that aren't very complimentary. Um, but yeah, so that's the first time. It's, I, it's not the fun. first time I've heard. But I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. Thanks, Christina. Yeah. No problem. Um, 
Well, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Neil. It's fantastic to have you on the podcast and fantastic to have you part of the team at Spark Center. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here, and I hope we're uh, we're going to keep doing lots of great things, and hopefully we, we, we help a lot more Joels of the world yes. uh, in many, many ways. So, Absolutely. So thanks for having me. He definitely sounds like Seth Rogen. You're right. I know. He does. I don't know. I don't get the Shrek reference. I couldn't know. I couldn't. I couldn't envision that. Seth Rogen definitely. Um, we'll have to have him on the show and compare notes. Yeah. Okay. So somebody book Seth Rogen right now. And and what the hell? Book Shrek too. We'd like them both. <laughs> <laughs> run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. I don't know where that came from. Sorry, Shrek. Uh, listen. Thank you so much for joining us. Two guests on the first uh, real guest show that we did is a pretty good start. I'd say. And great guests indeed. Uh, thanks very much to Joel and, uh, of course, to Neil for joining us today. But most of all, thank you for joining us for this month's podcast. We hope that you'll be here next month. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening to it. This is the SparkCast brought to you by Spark Center. Thanks so much, Christina.